This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Believe in yourself, believe in your body, rock, 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 it's the self-esteem party. Everyone, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston, and with me, as always, sitting in a new arrangement of couches, is producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate, Norm Sousa. Norm, how you doing? We got rid of the table. Um, we got rid of the table, and Essa took it. We now have a two-couch setup in the studio. Yeah, uh, I'm on a couch, you're on a chair, we're across from each other. It, it's going to be more of a casual vibe from now on. Guys, from now on, if I sound laid back and relaxed, it's because I'm in the studio. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> from now on, even, if you hear me peacing out, it's because I'm hanging out in my office. Even saying it kind of sleepy. Hey, everybody, if I'm on <laughs> Norm, what's popping off? What's popping off for you, Norm? Uh, Not much. Well, we're holding microphones. Uh, I know. Usually we have the microphone stand. Which we will. We will have stands. If we kind of sound a little sexy, a little unplugged, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Going from sleepy to sexy and unplugged. Um, No, yeah, you're right. Things are good. Uh, Well, we had a... I mean, I was in a really bad mood the past couple days. Basically, uh, this... the, The house is testing my manhood... And I find it quite frustrating. <laughs> um, yeah, the gas. We've had a gas problem. Um, natural gas, not my stinky butt uh, shooting farts. Hey, Reeks, you've heard it from me. <laughs> um, well, anyway, so the gas company. Well, we didn't have hot water for like four days. It's I haven't jarred. Absolutely sucked. I just haven't bothered. And I've been out. Yeah. I've been doing things. No, I know. We both reek. Uh, we're comfortable. We're kicking back. We reek. Uh, sexy unplugged sexy unplugged we're not using the screens that usually cover the mic so we're kind of raw dogging it (laughs) yeah yeah not to mention uh we smell like a thousand butts um (laughs) no but things are okay well what what was very frustrating was uh i couldn't get the pilot light to in the hot water tank but it was because of the gas problem that we had basically is a, a unbelie- unbelievably complicated for me, but quite easy for the guy who I works at the gas company. I think what was really going on is that you felt useless. Yes, that's right. And that's a shitty feeling. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I like hot water. <laughs> no, what do you like most about hot water? <laughs> Gotta be that feeling you get. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, for, yeah, but other, things, are, things are turning around. There's just, we're so close on this fucking place. It's making me crazy. I love it. I'm having a blast. Uh, I'm yeah. coasting. <laughs> You're just coasting through. Wait a minute. Hey, new couch me. New couch setup is a coasting. It's not even a new couch. It's actually the I, old living room. That's why I'm calling it new couch setup. Right, right The right. new setup of couch. Because we basically just moved the living room the couch into <laughs> to the studio. Studio. Which well, we're now spelling with a J, if you haven't noticed. If you haven't noticed, we're spelling it out. Get on it or get under it. <laughs> get under it <laughs> uh okay so you've been a little angry i've noticed yeah. you're cooled down now because well, of a hot shower soon to come well we can't wait for that and also but yeah sometimes i get this like uh, tension in my neck and shoulders that um becomes so unbearable it gives me like a headache too and uh so yesterday we got i have this we have this like icy hot roller thing or whatever mm-hmm. And I think we did too much because uh, my whole back was on fire. <laughs> it knocked you right out. Yeah. Well, I had to take a couple of a leave too. I was in a real rough spot and I went to bed at 7 p.m. Oh, I stayed up so late watching Selling Sunset. We're talking almost 9.45. <laughs> almost. I think I went to bed slightly early. Yeah. You you have the same timetable as the sun. <laughs> I wish I could log those kinds of hours. Um, but yeah, things are, uh, things are, I'm hoping are turning around and, um, they, maybe next week they won't be as frustrating. I think by next week we'll be okay. I, I already feel okay. I'm having, like I said, I'm having a great time cause I love different things. Mm-hmm. It's fun to change it up. Right. 
I hate when things stay the same for too long. So switching up not having hot water was the thing that you needed? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was an adventure. I felt free. I felt like I was really testing myself as a woman. Yeah, meanwhile, and I I, passed. I'm doing a polar bear dip every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I just revolted. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, our, the, the RIP table and chairs, we were going to sell them, uh, but we ended up, but give, who cares? We ended up giving them to our friend and as a because Franzowski. she's earned it. She's, she's earned to it. see these gorgeous chairs. <laughs> I don't think she's done shit about Norm, it. Norm, I didn't even ask scale of one to 10. How are you feeling? Uh, right now I'm probably about a four. Okay. Yeah. So still low, but, uh, better than a two or three because the gas is working. Well, now that the gas, uh, this morning, I mean, yesterday, I, Oh my God! Could have been a yeah one two or three. It could have been yeah. You've been in a nasty mood. Yeah, (laughs) it's so hard because I'm like, what can alleviate this for him? And I I feel useless, and that makes me feel bad in those moments. No, I just got to let you ride it out, but then I kind of have to hide from you because I'm like, ooh, he is gonna be sticky right now. No thanks. It's 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 not like one of those moods that drugs and alcohol can fix. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just stank the whole time. Stank ass nasty dude. <laughs> okay, so you're at a four. I'm clearly doing a bit better. Yeah, you're like at an eight or something. It's oh my nuts. god, at least. I've been, you know, I've just been getting excited about things that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And um normally I make a lot of plans and then have a bit of dread about all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my god, Alana, why do you always get yourself into this? And I'll kind of get like preemptive social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And now I'm doubling down. I'm going double bold a la Norm Sousa. You have to these I'm days. leaning in. I'm yeah. getting excited for the plans. I'm following through. What are these plans? You're, what, what? Well, just my show and a baby shower. Right. right, right. <laughs> no, and I'm going to Philly. You're going to Philly, yeah. But that's at the end of the month. We'll at have to tune back in about that closer, too. You did the show at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, my God. Cemetery I can't believe I didn't Beth even fucking Mo. bring this up. I hope our intro's not going too long because I have to talk about this. Here so, it comes. No, we're fine. On Tuesday last week, yep. after the episode came out, um, I got to host Beth Stelling, who's been directing mine and Moe's Johnson and Welch show. Her Netflix is a joke show at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery in the Masonic Temple. 250 seat crowd. I really feel like me and Hot Beth crowd. are becoming good friends. You guys are becoming good friends. You were in the VIP section up on the balcony. Mm-hmm. You were sitting with the VIPs on the blocks and on the like giant stairs, which were more than fun. Me, Hello, get me to library once again. It was me, the Netflix executives, and that's it. <laughs> Bad Jackie. Oh, Pat and Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> you can't forget Pat and Jackie, Norm. Yeah, old um, But I, I got to say this. It's like, first of all, I had a killer outfit on, so I felt confident. Hair day, working out. I had to run down the aisle to get to the stage, a la Price is Right, mm-hmm. in these thigh-high boots, which I thought were a great idea at the time. And you and were wearing your jacket, leather jacket My suede, leather suede dress jacket, yes. Came out of a which when Danier, I wear that, Danier leather catalog. Yes, when I wear that, you know shit's going down. Right. And uh, I'll tell you what went down, the house, and I brought it there because it was electric. This crowd was hot. They were ready to laugh. Mo killed. Beth annihilated. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Overall, it was just such a fun night. We went out afterwards. We had a blast. We had some wings. Oh my God, it was such a good night. And I got to say, I, so I had therapy, um, on Friday, a few okay. days after, and I was she had asked about the show because I told her it was coming up. We were talking about it, talked about a couple other things. Halfway through the session, session she goes, "So it seems like things are going really well. What else do you want to talk about?" And I went, "Honestly, I'm riding this high. I don't even want to get into the other bullshit. So I'm calling it." And we just ended the session. Nice. Yeah, because I wanted to keep it going. Now I've kind of come back down to life because I have work to do. Got to focus up. And the water. But, and the water obviously cooled me out from the hot, hot show. Of course. But I got to say, for those couple days there, especially that Tuesday night, Norm, oh my God, I might have been a 9.7 or something fucking wild like that. It felt so good. A figure skater score. Yeah. Got in my head afterwards a little bit, but in the moment, Mm. I really let myself feel it. And and you got the big show at Dynasty, right? That's coming up. Next oh, week, yeah. We've been promoting from. that nonstop. It's coming up. It's going to get wild. Maybe I'll have Mo on the Patreon. Guys, if you're not already on the Patreon, get, get a life and get on the what Patreon. Norman and I will be releasing the monthly check-in, Stop a it. longer episode where Norman and I see what's been really popping off and dig deep into it. We're going to record the check-in today. That's right. We are. Yeah, we are. 
probably after your hike. Okay, Norm, should we get to it? I think we should. Who's the guest? Oh, yeah, guys. Get ready for this big catch-up with an old pal. And let me tell you, he gets into it. We went wild. So please (laughs) kick back, relax like me in the new couch setup, and help me welcome Patrick McDonald right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's a Patrick, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. How excited are we oh, right now? I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm thrilled, I am Alana. thrilled too. Look at this. We both are rocking some gorgeous curls, which Huge. hasn't even come up yet. We I'm haven't surprised. even discussed it. I mean, I... We haven't even discussed it. I, the thing is, I could talk to you about curls for hours. We could talk products. I have... Because I recently just kind of started doing the curly hair thing yes, in the past couple of years true. and it's a full yes. hobby like you have to really yeah. take care of it i just bought satin pillows for my hair okay welcome <laughs> have you done this all i have to say of course all i have to say to you is welcome <laughs> it's also when new. you dry your hair when you dry your hair you're supposed to use a soft cotton shirt not a towel yeah i do towels that i do the head wrap I do the wrap, and then I yeah. also bought some microfiber towels that I use as well. Oh, very good. What um, products are we talking? And okay. then we'll do our self-esteem party check-in, but what okay. products Fantastic. are we talking? Fantastic. So right now, we're rocking the R&Co. We're rocking the R&Co, um, the yep. one that has a roller coaster on it, and then the pinstripe one, and then there's a spray that I also use. Of course, okay. we're going to do the Shea Moisture uh, um, uh, uh, leave-in conditioner. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, that's a huge of course. Yeah. Okay? That's a massive of course right there. That's because I'm and guessing I'm gonna, you're the And same. I'll be the first to say that. Yeah, I'll be the first to say that. That's a huge of course. It's an obvious of course. <laughs> very uh, obvious. I do the same. Very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's just obvious. It doesn't need to be said. Based yeah. on this little, this little Shirley Temple bobby curl right next to my exactly. head. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's a Shea Moisture original. I yeah, I, <laughs> that's. I think that's. I think that's what I'm rocking with right now. I have that kind of remembering spray that I spray halfway through the day. Yeah. That kind of Well, the thing is me. you don't want to do an overload. No. So it's like you got to, and, and curls last for a couple of days. Yeah. So you pump up the product and then you let it roam free. You do and you don't touch it. And that's my problem is that I like to touch it and, and run my I've hands already, through it. I'm already watching you. I'm already seeing it. You're like wow. pulling these poor little gals out. <laughs> Leave them screaming. alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. They're going, I'm doing my thing. Quit man explaining hair to me you're right i gotta stop touching them okay call me out every time i do it i'm gonna not i'm gonna not will okay okay so patrick this might this next question uh, might already be affected by the events that have unfolded on the podcast thus far what we like to do to start things off is a self-esteem party check-in so on a scale of one to ten how are you feeling about yourself and the reason why i said what happened might be affecting you is because you might be feeling really good that you have such self-care for your hair, or you might be feeling, um, you know, really bad that this is consuming your life. Yeah, this, see, it could go either way. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> it, it could honestly go either way. Like when you think about it, it we don't know how this is going to pan out. Yeah, this is their inside of you, there are two wolves kind of thing. You know, it's like, am I, what I'm saying. am I excited about this new curly hair lifestyle or is it overwhelming me? Am I, yeah. you know, the, you know, single mother juggling it all, but it all is Are my you curls. A new you, because new you've me. started new hair. And here's the thing about new hair. I'm going to make a bold statement before you say your number. Okay. Usually, when somebody starts rocking a new do, it's because there was some sort of a big transition or a breakup. Wow. So you moved. Yeah. You quit a job. Something has ended or changed. So I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. I'm curious to get the story. I want to hear the number. 
and then let's chat. Okay, so you know what? Let's let's really assess. I'm gonna really assess uh, how I'm feeling about myself right now. Yeah. Um, what's going on with me uh, interpersonally, between friends, between life, between career, everything, personal all image, all of that. Let's lump it in. And I think we're on a high end today. And I think I'm going to say, I'm going to give myself, honestly, like maybe a 7.5 or 8 today. And what does it take to ride such a high? <gasps> give us your dirty little secrets. <laughs> What's the, what would you say is the general average? I mean, I just want to know what people are coming you in with. You know what? I got to be honest with you, Patrick. It, it, this podcast is a whirlwind. You don't know what you're going to get out of these psychopaths. You really don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get out of these absolute maniacs. I can tell you that much, AKA my guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say, okay, so it's, it's all over the spectrum because it depends when you catch somebody, yeah. what's going on. I will say the last couple months have generally been higher numbers. I'm going to say probably seven and up. We love seven that. Seven up, if you will. We seven love up. seven up. It's been a seven, seven um, up We love up seven season. up. Yeah, and the there's a seven, seven up zero up. in case that's what gets you going. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, we do love seven up. But I, I will say it's been a higher number because I think people, whether they know it or not, are practicing gratitude for having access to the things and people they didn't have access to the last two years. So whether someone's actively practicing that gratitude or just experiencing it without knowing where it's coming from, I am sensing this in people. I love that. I, I you know what's yes, funny is I do, and I do too because yeah. this podcast during the pandemic, Patrick, was hard. <laughs> believe it I it was hard believe Pe- it. people were not doing well yeah. I was not doing well I don't know if it was the funnest or happiest or most exciting podcast to listen to it it just was a podcast that existed during that time yeah in which we would catch people with how they were feeling then and there and it wasn't always the best that is rough I mean that's exciting you know to I mean? see I mean we can use this podcast as some sort of scientific study to see what's going on you know we can <laughs> and, we, and for so many other reasons in terms of science yes, yes. <laughs> in terms I, of I science just, a lot of reasons just, this is the Amazon rainforest science, yeah it's like in terms of science actually the podcast is quite useful for like a lot of studies medicinal <laughs> properties oh absolutely I mean the sociology of it all my god I believe it the higher key of the podcast oh i certainly um, believe it okay well i would okay. want to answer your question about the hair you know this is not crisis hair yes. i would say um okay uh, which i it's, like to is it I, coming into your own hair it, here's the thing so i used to have curls um when i was in high school and i didn't take care of them and they were just wild and they were you know i went on a vacation to mexico and and one of the event staff uh this french canadian girl that i had a, a crush on even though i was 14 and she was 30 or something it's one of those things you know that- sounds about french canadian to me <laughs> exactly uh, thank you thank you thank you she used to call me broccolito that was a uh, it was because um uh i looked like a little piece of broccoli Yes, you do. And so I said, she must be into me. I would look like broccoli to her. That must be uh, cool. Oh, wow. That's a jump. <laughs> no, yeah, and a it jump. was a jump. And I was 14 <laughs> and I've learned a lot. Looking back, I wish You've I learned knew. learned a lot. Uh, but I, I, I then my hair was really short for a long time out here. And I just kept it short. I'm not sure why. I think there was a big period of time where I wasn't necessarily interested in being perceived. I didn't feel great about myself. And I was like, I'll just kind of blend in and be a fly on the wall a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm a writer, so I was like, I'll just let my words speak for themselves and then otherwise I won't exist uh, is what it looks like I I was going through back then. Quarantine happened. I couldn't get a haircut. My hair started getting longer. I liked these curls. I missed these curls. They feel like me. Thank you. And I decided to stick with them because I was like, uh, this is me, you know? And I'm I'm trying to... uh, My my big self-esteem personal, like loop and uh the thing that i go through back and forth is uh, have you ever um and this is more work related but did you ever watch that gary shandling documentary did you ever see that the one the jet no episode but did? i no, but i've heard so much about yes. it. yes i know a lot of people that watch it and kind of got little tidbits of yes 
um, pieces of inspiration that yes. people took from it. So yes, I know of it quite a bit. Right. Yeah. And his thing is like, you know, I'll never it. be the smartest. I'll never be the funniest. I'll never be the most attractive, but I can be the most Gary. Right. That's what he wrote in his yes. diary. And I was like, I'll be the most Patrick. Like I'll just, I, I, you know, a few years ago I had to turn it and I was like, I'll just be the most me that I can be because literally no one is here and is in this body. I had another realization you know we can unpack all of this but another realization on shrooms actually uh, a few months ago in joshua tree where my big revelation my my psychedelic revelation was like oh i'm gonna miss this body when i go which was a big step for me because sometimes i have ups and downs with my own personal body which i'm sure no one can relate to it's it's my own (laughs) personal demon if you could stop talking about god knows what the fuck this is (laughs) that would be great (laughs) It's so it's just hard being this the only new, person. This new concept. It's just I don't want to hear it. Nobody hear does. It. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Exactly. It's foreign to me. Yeah. So I've been trying to put returns into being myself and I have feel like I have been rewarded by them, by the universe, by things, by coming in, not worrying about what I'm saying somewhere or what I'm posting or anything like that, and then mm-hmm. kind of being uh, appreciated for it and not questioning it past that. And that's been very nice lately. Way to use your hair as a beautiful metaphor for self-growth. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I, okay, let's tell my perspective of it. We got yours. Okay. Let's get mine. So meeting you, I had, so I had already been at UCB for a couple years before I met you. Yes. I don't know if you were around or not around because like you said, you A, tried to blend in and B, you were a writer and I was predominantly a performer. Yeah. So unless you're on the same sketch team in which you're writing and I'm performing, you're not always going to cross paths. Um, You know what I mean? Right. I have a very specific story that I hope we get to, by the way, about us meeting. I promise you we will if it's about me. Okay. So (laughs) I I promise all stories about me make it to air. I can guarantee this. <laughs> we will find the time. We will. We will. Okay, we're going to spit pencil some, some stuff Yeah, in. just so everybody knows, we'll, we'll make room. But um, <laughs> definitely when I met you, here are the things that stuck out to me. Let's hear it. I knew you had curly hair. This is the vain, this is the one vain thing. I knew you had curly hair. It takes one to know one. Yes, the brush out. Yeah. The no product, the touching too much, the putting your hands through it like you're doing right now. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. these are all things to literally diffuse the curls, a.k.a. your personality. OK, yeah. so you definitely did that. Yes, you kept it short. You did look like every other basic guy. You did. Yeah. You also didn't care about the way you dressed. Correct. So there was no personality to it. I'm not going to say the world's the sorry, the word style. It's that there was no personality to it because style changes. (laughs) Style changes. One day flair, one day skinny. I don't know. Can I get a memo about it? (laughs) Whatever. Whatever, whatever. Whatever. But it's like there was no personality there. Mm -hmm. What was his thing? You know what I mean? Now, here's the thing about you. Here's why I knew there was a personality missing to the look. Because I will never forget this conversation. I already knew you. I'd been working with you um, on a couple of like oddball shows. Uh, your show with Anessa, the yes. dating, everything. Yes, which you were amazing. But I will yeah. never forget. Thank you so much. Yes, I was. <laughs> I will never forget. We were at Jay's bar one night. And the two things we talked about was one, you said to me, you write a sketch every single day. Mm. No matter what. Yeah. And I, I, and I thought that was psychotic. I still do. <laughs> Um, to, 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 to the very core of me, I, I think that's the talk of a crazy man, (laughs) but nonetheless, I was very impressed and I was like, okay, so he's a hard worker. That's Mm. one thing about your personality. I now know. Right. Yeah. And the second thing was, um, just complete aloofness and unawareness of dating just yeah. out to lunch, Patrick. <laughs> I mean, you you were out to lunch and no one was buying because you were so standoffish for various reasons. Was I? You were, Patrick. You were because, because I think this is the you trying to blend. Yeah. So if you're not feeling up on yourself, you're going, why would anybody else like me? They don't. Let's forge ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Patrick, this is what I'm seeing a mile away during this time in your life at specifically at Jay's bar. 
the conversation of you writing a sketch every day oh. and not really being interested in dating came up that same night. That is so So it was like crazy. my big Patrick reveal. That is my crazy. My big reveal of you. That is so shocking that that is, that, that is what you yes. got to lead with for me for a good serious amount of time. Yes. That's okay. wild. Okay, so so that's my story of 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 you you said you had something i have a story that i just remember uh i didn't know you super well but there was some show that we had done at the ucb inner sanctum uh, by far theater number three out of three at ucb uh, uh, <laughs> and just so everybody knows what we're talking about the inner sanctum was essentially a gymnasium <laughs> <laughs> It was. And you hosted a show there every Thursday. And then I took over that show uh, with Vanessa. Yes, with Vanessa. Yeah, and it was an absolute blast. Uh, But uh, I gave you a ride home one day. And I don't know if you remember this, but I I think I gave you a headlamp. Do you remember that? (gasps) Wait. Is it green? I think so. I think oh, for some reason, my God. I had a headlamp yes, and you needed you a headlamp. And, and I it was gave green. You... It was like a lighter green. Yeah, I think it was. Yes, Patrick. Yes, and this I, happened. And I have been dealing with this thing lately where I just, I used to just give people things. And I recently tried to do that at Coachella. And I had this like little schedule that had the album, the Caribou's album cover on the bottom, the back of it. And this guy was like, I love Caribou. And I was like, take my schedule. And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, you don't. I was like, I don't need to give people things. I think you did need a headlamp. But I realized this is a trait of mine that might not be perceived as uh, nice. It might be weird that I just give things away. I'm going to stop you right there. I have a hard and firm policy. And this is real, and I'm saying this to everybody right now, and I know it's going to backfire and work against me, but I have a hard and firm policy. If somebody asks me for something that I have physically with me on my back that day, I will give it to them. I love that. Because if you are so rude as to ask me for my personal belongings, if you have such guts, you deserve to be rewarded. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you this. I have lost two sweatshirts, a purse, and a couple of items of food because of this really yes two of my favorite sweatshirts i had to give away had to the policy oh my god you had to give them away i don't recommend it i don't recommend it (laughs) i don't know if i've given a sweatshirt away i have no i have given a sweatshirt away i gave away a hat once i gave a hat away once because i was at a retreat in joshua tree the same place that i learned that i'm gonna miss my body when i go um, somebody said, I love that hat. Can I have it? And I literally bought it the week before. And I said, sure. And you can have it. <laughs> and I loved the hat too. And I miss it. But I could tell that she wanted the hat more. And So that's how I feel. Yeah. Is that I'm like, you know, if someone's to ask for this item, it must have really struck a chord with them. Yeah. And if they're asking. I bought it. I bought it because I saw it and I was asking for it. I went, I want this. Yeah. And I and that's why I bought it. And I'm like, they're just doing the same thing without the trip to the store. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Smart. I wish I was them. Would you ever ask I, someone for something that you liked? I would never. What am I, a monster? <laughs> what am I, a literal sociopath? <laughs> asking asking for people's belongings <laughs> like a, a true maniac. <laughs> no. I'm I, I'm ask. I'm not I'm not a yeah no I couldn't I could I never. never I I have trouble I receiving help I have trouble uh you know obviously I my my well, dearth of fashion different. that you notice hold on okay. hold on help is help is different help is different you're right if I need help with something I can't do myself but yes. to ask for an item from someone I can go get that myself it's yeah. just I'm being lazy yeah but the help like say um. Okay, here's an example. I don't know how to do a poster myself, like graphics and stuff like that. I don't know how to do that myself. I would ask somebody for help with that. Um, A friend for a favor, right? But only because I know I can give them something in return. I feel the same way, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's just some friends where you're like, it's such a back and forth that I'm like, I know at some point I actually can repay the favor. So... I actually don't feel like I'm asking for something. I feel like I'm initiating the first part of what will be an exchange. Yeah. 
Oh, that's nice. Does that makes sense. And, it's like, and then you're going to be there for the future, whatever this is. I'm opening that's the door. That's what away. I mean. And I like, like that. Like the mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you start exactly with that because like they're the going to need something back. But I start. Well, I'm the boss. You're you the know boss. How that goes. You're kiss the, the ring, baby. Yo, kiss, kiss the, the ring. ring. Just so everyone knows, uh, we're both showing our fingers, yep. no rings. We both, both got about 20 to 30 rings each on this pod. We each have 20 to 30 rings sponsored by the podcast. Thank you so much. Sponsored by rings. All rings. <laughs> rings.com allrings.com rings.com not to be confused with ring that is doorbells rings with an s that's that's um, rings you put on your fingers patrick <laughs> we we've covered a lot i have about a hundred questions we really right have now. i mean we're diving in and i'm absolutely we're already, loving we're it. not even we're we're but shy of 20 minutes that's how much we're in we're we're really I have a, in i have a lot of questions for you though okay can can i start Firing away. Let's fire away. I, I feel safe. I feel uh, vulnerable, but open. I feel like you've seen me and, and nailed me in a specific way already. So I feel like I'm in the palm of your hand. Patrick, I hate to break it to you. If I nailed you, you'd fucking know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's that knife Come on, energy. I am good. Oh, I am good. The That's knife the knife energy right me. there for you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's the knife. That's oh, the knife. That's the knife. I didn't I'll, know I'll I was put her away. Knife. I'll put yeah, her away okay, for now. Okay. Um, Okay, so Patrick, these are the couple of things I want to know. Well, there's a million things I want to know. I, I love you so much. Oh you know God, that. Oh my God, I love you, yes. But um, with, when we first were chatting, just to get back to that Jay's bar conversation of there. the big, my big realization of, of all things, Patrick, <laughs> you were not focused on dating. And yeah. here's the thing. At that time, I knew someone that had a crush on you and was trying to make the moves. And it didn't go well. So here's what I want to know. Was it an aloofness that you were just like, couldn't clue into anything? Was it a decision where you were like, I have to focus on work? Or was it just something you didn't think of? So you you were hung up on someone? Yeah, I knew someone that was into you. I had in a sly way, and I don't want to give anything away. I had sussed it out. And what that means is that I had dropped their name in the middle of a conversation to see what the uh, response I could elicit. Wow. And it was none. It was, <laughs> it was dismissive. And that's fine. And here's okay. the thing. I did some research on you. That's yeah. fine. Okay. So I didn't know, and this is common, are you hung up on someone else? Right. Right? That's yeah. fine. Well, the answer was no. No. In the research, oh, I you've done, done the, the research. Okay, no. okay. You're not asking. Oh, no, you're you're reading the file. Around. Okay, okay, okay. I asked around for my friend. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the answer, I couldn't get a name. Everyone was like, I don't think he's dated anyone. Like whatever. Yeah. So I couldn't. It wasn't anyone in the community. <laughs> if it was someone. Okay. So I got to know: Was this an active decision? Because when we talked about it you weren't necessarily 100% dismissive. It just seemed like you just didn't think about it, but not in a way that you were against it. Does that make sense? Totally. Like it was this mid-gray... It, did, it, it didn't register. Didn't, didn't register, yeah. Love yeah. that. So that sounds that. like me. I will say uh, I... Uh, I would, I, this must have been what, 2015, 2016? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Because this was, bef- this was before and right when I started dating Norm. And I started dating Norm okay. in 2016. Okay. So it was right in that, I, I can't give you the exact year, but it was in that range. Okay. Because Norm was there that night. Wow. That's why I know. Okay. But, but he had already been hanging out as a pal anyways with Anessa because yeah, they yeah, were yeah. living together and everything like that. But it was in and around that time because I remember talking to him about this. Wow. This is incredible. Yes. This is so I funny. I know, dude. This is, like the, this is like the tell all the fucking Bachelor right now, right? <laughs> this is. This is really. Do you, do you go get this kind of scoop with everybody no, who comes on the podcast? No, I don't. It's just I came ready with you. you are, you're on a mission. Like, I, I, I love knew it. I needed to draw. A, it's an open podcast. We could talk about whatever we want, but I knew I wanted to address that night if you were open to it because, (laughs) because Patrick, these are very revealing things about you. And I, I wanted my, I wanted the other side of the story. Yeah. I totally understand that years ago. It was years ago, and I'm. I've had so many Jay's Bar nights with you. I'm having even yes. trouble placing this conversation. So this is so wild because it feels like I'm going to tell you when we're done who the friend was. I can't wait, and that might help. 
So historically, I have had a terrible, terrible time with picking up that people were interested in me um, because I didn't usually lead with uh, the idea that they could be. Self-esteem-wise, right? What we were talking which, about. Which fucking sucks. Yes. That, and that's that very hard. And and I used to be, you know, anybody who has gotten through to me that I have dated has had to be incredibly direct with me. Even still, sometimes while we're together, I'm like, why is, what's the point? Why? What's, what, what, what do they get? Uh, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I never saw myself as somebody, here's what I'll say. I, I. There's a couple things going on here as well. Um, I, I never quite saw myself... Like, whenever somebody told me that they had, had crushes on me, I was stunned. I was blown away. Because I'd be like, why me? What's the... I can't believe it. Um, yeah. And then I also had had a reputation for... Uh, amongst my friends for, like, the coolest, most wonderful people will come forward to me and tell me that they have crushes on me and I will uh, I would turn them down. And I was like, oh, I was wait known- till I drop this bum of a name on you. <laughs> Regrets. I'm going to be so man. upset. I can already tell. I can already tell. I'm going to be so upset. And what I'm going to call them. What would you do if them. it was me? What would you do if it was me? And then right after this, you just have to call me <laughs> and apologize. <laughs> Listen, I'm really sorry. Um, uh, uh, that it, it is stunning. I mean, here's the thing. I would also say to 2015, 2016, I had recently dated someone. I uh, was going through like this idea that like I liked this person, but you know this person came to me, had some problems with me, and I said, "You must be right. You're right. I gotta go." Like basically, like, and it was, it was, I wasn't in a position where it was like, "Oh, I want to fight for this. I want to," you know, I had like, I speaking of self esteem, I had had a low self esteem where if somebody brought me criticism or somebody told me that something was wrong about me, I would say, "You're correct. I'm awful. I'll get out of here." So. <laughs> We've all been there. It's okay. Yes. Don't I was in a bad come place. down on you about it. And yet. so I would generally feel like I'd be nervous to date people because I would be like, I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to let you down. And I don't want to, even though I think oh. you're great. And so I know this Patrick, is not Sorry. Saddest oh possible answer. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's I would not. say, I would just say like, I, I feel like that's not gonna, you know, I, I just was going through a lot. And then, um, uh, I also around that time, I think it was only, I think in in three years later, that was a couple years before I like came to terms with my own sexuality, which I'm bisexual. So I came out in like 2018. And so I was dealing with some personal stuff uh, then where it was like, I, at that point in time, I was like, I guess I'm never going to come out because for a lot of people, bisexuality doesn't matter or it isn't important. And I was like minimizing it and whatever. But it was important to me to like explore that and get into that. But I hadn't come out at that point. And I was kind of like, I guess I'll just kind of go along with things. Um, And I'd also been in some other uh, rough situations as well where there was just some stuff that wasn't great. And I was a little scared to get caught up. And I also was drinking a lot of the time. And I don't drink yeah. anymore. So, so the that Patrick that you'd had a conversation with has had so much change, uh, which is so funny to talk about because I'm like, I stopped drinking like three and a half years ago or so too. I knew this. Yeah, yes, yeah. I knew so, this. and it wasn't a problem, but I just learned to drink. You know, it wasn't like a I need a, a big intervention. The last time I drank, I just drank like basically nine hours straight in a heated pool. So I almost just lost myself. I almost was like, so then my body is just broken now and it doesn't like alcohol. But I grew up in Texas. I grew up like, uh, you know, the first beer I ever had, I chugged. Like, I, you know, I learned to drink wrong. I learned to like, I naturally learned to drink wrong. So uh, it was never like, it it was never super healthy. Um, Yeah. So all that to say- Good for you for for identifying that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, because it's not, you know, it's like, I think that is an interesting perspective where you're like, well, it's not necessarily the booze. It's that the way I was going about it. Right. And that's like a really, I haven't heard that perspective. That's really, and I'm not yeah. saying any's right or wrong or no, anything no, like no. that, but I'm like, oh, a learned behavior. I'm like, yeah, that's very interesting. That's what where, it was. You I mean, know, it's just yeah. what you saw. Yeah. And I, you know, was known for having a very high tolerance and I would drink really hard and I was like, everybody does that. And I was like, no, I don't. So I was like, I, I can't I, believe I accepted this ride home. If you were drunk, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> I was off. I how drunk out of my gorge, Elena. How what dare do you, think- you endanger me? <laughs> what do you think? I was giving away my headlamp. 
I loved that headlamp. I woke up hungover the next day. (laughs) No, no. I mean, I wouldn't drink like all the time, but like when we were out at bars or, you know, when we get one, I will say this. you You were, you were, yes, but you were certainly not anyone that I was like, right. He's. Incoherent. We're all doing like, that. It was ne- I mean, that was, yeah, we're all having exactly. a good night That's out. And I wouldn't exactly. drive irresponsibly or anything like that. It was just like, no, this no, no, isn't no. working for you me. Were, yeah. And it was yeah, more of a perfect. thing where I was like, if I stop drinking now, I wonder what it'll be like uh, down the road if that'll help me and my brain and my body and my career and all that stuff. And, and it has. And so I feel like I'm, you know, I, I, I took a shot like three months ago and it like was just like for fun for a friend's birthday and it didn't feel good and I didn't like it. So I was like, I don't like this. So I'm not going to do it anymore. So How anyways, all okay. that was happening in my head when you mentioned some name. <laughs> Just TBD, was TBD, TBD, TBD. And so I was like, you know, truly out of, uh, out of commission, I would say, like really walking out of commission, but really wanting to be in commission and really wanting to be mm-hmm. liked and really wanting to be just someone that can have fun, but maybe someone that was nervous about if you got close to me, I wasn't sure if I was a, a good person to be close to in, in a romantic well, it sounds sense. Like there's, it sounds like there's a couple things going on now. So it's like, you know, first of all, the drinking, okay, that's putting a filter on everything. Right. Right. Right, right, right. out of the gate. It's fun. It's and, an excuse, right? Like I was drunk. I don't know that I don't agree with that. I don't feel like that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people can have it and be whatever. I'm, I've definitely been someone where I couldn't handle alcohol for periods of my life because whatever the yeah. other things were happening and Steps you know up. what I mean? You're yeah. abusing something. Yeah. Whatever that happens. But I will say this hearing now, well not hearing now I knew about you being bisexual, mm. but nonetheless it not being a thing at that time right. that everybody knew. That's really interesting that I'm like, Oh, if that's like an underlying thing with you, you might feel like you belong nowhere. I'm with Correct. no one. Correct. Because I am in the middle. Where do I go? Correct. And I've so dealt with that. Really I've dealt with people that, that. I've, yeah, I've dealt with people that I dated that I've told that didn't receive it well. I've dealt with being in communities that didn't feel quite right. It's a total I've been thing, there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've totally been there. Yeah, yeah. And the second thing, and you said this earlier, was doing did you say mushrooms in Joshua mushrooms, Tree and you yeah, realize yeah, yeah. you'll did, miss yeah. your body? Yes, yeah. Okay. So that's another thing that I can 100% relate to. And I promise you this audience, bless you guys for listening every week can also relate to Love that. Um, body dysmorphia. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And this almost disconnect from a body because you dislike it so much. Um, and for you to have to be on drugs and to have that moment going, wait, this is my body. I feel this way about it. I don't, I, I'll be sad if it's gone because I'm finally feeling whole with it. Yeah. You know, that's like a profound statement. And when you feel that way about your body, uh, the last thing you want to fucking do is share it with someone else. <laughs> yes. That's the last thing you want to do. I'm going, I hate my body. And you want me to go, here it is and right. fucking turn these titties loose? Are you right. a fucking psychopath? No fucking way. No way. Like, are you Absolutely. crazy? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I just, and I'm like, like this thing is this a piece podcast. of junk and I'm going to enter it in a race? No way. Absolutely not. And that's the thing is that it's like, listen, this is a podcast we are we are body positive we'll take them any size any shape we don't fucking care but just because i'm willing to accept them doesn't mean you guys are and that's fine everyone their own journey their own pace but i certainly and i will say this it's when i was in the best shape of my life probably in and around where we met in the height of my eating disorder. So, oh my God. you know, there you go. Well, I just got to say, guys, I hate to break it to you. Eating disorders work. Um, <laughs> could you imagine if I was like, well, thanks for tuning in. And then it just ended the podcast. <laughs> and then you don't tell me and who had a crush on the, me. <laughs> and that was the sound bite. Is that eating disorders work? <laughs> but you somehow, you somehow modulated to make it sound like I said it. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, fuck this guy. He's the psychopath I've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> I've had my eyes on him for six yeah. years. We got him, also, folks. Mission do you accomplished. Like me calling, yeah, do you like me calling everyone a psychopath, sociopath, and maniac? Yes. <laughs> These are my new hot, hot terms I've been using. I'm well, loving you can, it. And you can take those. You I'm can loving take those. it. That's up for grabs. Oh, my God. Thanks. Um, Thanks so much. But, I'll maybe use those. <laughs> Anyways, all this madness aside, um, 
at that time, I did not want to share my body with anybody. Yeah. And that is sad because here's the thing about um, coming, everybody. When you, when you come, when you blow your load, it doesn't matter if you're 500 pounds or 150 pounds mm -hmm. or whatever. It feels equally as good. Yeah. Come so, is come is come is come. <laughs> come is come is come, baby. And this is something everybody needs to keep in mind is that nobody, if you're with somebody and somebody else is making you come, as they should be, everybody step yeah. up. Thank you. They made five <laughs> movies about it. Step up. I mean, those were mainly about dance. Step up to the streets, very coming sexual. in public. Absolutely. Yeah, very yeah. sexual, very sexual movie. So very yeah, there sexual. might be a six. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you so yeah. much. Um, but the whole point is that I'm like, that's a feeling, yeah. something that's happening. And yet all we've done is associated a look to it. Yeah. Doesn't that seem crazy? It is really crazy. And it's, it is internal. And it is, to me, it is also emotional. I also, the people that I date, I connect to emotionally. I think there is yeah. like a sexuality according to that. And there's a level of that. comfort and all yeah, that. Yeah, and it's a comfort and, that and it's a safety sexy thing. And, you yeah. know, I will say, like, I, I still struggle with, you know, my, my body and stuff like that. I, you know, uh, recently it's so funny because uh, I always am like, especially like, you know, it, in the, bisexual community straight community you know guys look like guys they can it, it's a little weirdly unfortunately women are a little more lenient i feel like <laughs> women get it's disgusting i'm it's gonna disgu say this you guys, you guys, guys have, are slugs you guys, gotta, <laughs> you guys are slugs yes i'm gonna you, tell you, guys, you right now and you're lucky I'm sticking around. You tolerate. To sop up your secretion. Yeah. You make me sick. It's disgusting. You guys absolutely let us get away with way too much. It's so upsetting. But then if I'm trying to get into the gay community and, and if I'm trying to hang out in one of those spaces, it it is very difficult because I feel like sometimes, and this is, you know, I see discourses about this, but sometimes it feels like queerness is correlated to how little clothing you have on. So it's like you're in these spaces and people are wearing like underwear and leather and like you're like, oh, that person is clearly out and proud and whatever. And I'm also out and proud, but I'm potentially going to be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I shouldn't wear that to the Abbey, but it's like, where do you where do you figure but out? You where do you find that line? Exactly. So yeah. it's like I feel yeah. invisible in those spaces because I'm not necessarily going to be showing that off. So sometimes I feel like I don't have like a body that would look good in chaps potentially or or in a holster or something like that or i don't feel comfortable doing that so uh i'm like i don't think that that's going to work for me there's so many that's not true that's just feelings that i've yeah. dealt with but recently but that's hard yeah it's hard i i just recently had a tiktok that i posted where i took my shirt off in the tiktok and i was making fun of was one of those lumberjacks have you seen those horny lumberjacks on tiktok uh yeah baby oh yeah so i did one where i was a horny lumberjack and i was like you gonna open for me you're gonna be a good girl like to the log because that's what he does and then i took my shirt off and i was having trouble opening it you know i was shirtless and being like oh are you in is it in like just like bad basically bad Ew, sex Patrick, lumberjack you make me sick <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I hate you. Was, but I posted it, and all these people, you can go look at it. Patrick McDonald, the zero instead of an O, if you're interested in that TikTok. All these people were commenting, I think this is sexier than the other guy. Like, genuinely being like, this is sexy to me. This still turns me on. This is still working for me. Okay. And it was here a huge revelation where I was like, yep. this is what I got. That's also what I've always thought. This is what I got. It isn't, you know, it depends on how I want to use it or present it, but it's it by no means I should count myself out. If other people are seeing something they're into, who am I to call them liars? Who am I to say that they're wrong or or they don't no, have to say these right. things, you know? Uh, take My, them for their word. If you're not going to listen to yourself, listen to what other people are telling you at least. First of all, yes, I'm going <laughs> to say this. It's not, it's rude of you. When someone says an opinion of theirs about you, so for example, if someone's like, I think you're so funny, I think you're attractive, I think you're this and that, and for you to be like, no, you're wrong, I'm right, that's fucking rude. Yeah. Because you can't tell someone if they're right or wrong about their opinion, so that is rude. Correct. For you to dismiss it, and you think you're being humble or self-deprecating or whatever, you're like, I'm meek, I'm this, I'm that, and what you are being is a dick, because yes. you're telling someone they're wrong. 
And yeah. that's fucking rude. Correct. Right? Correct. When it's their opinion about something. So it's like, who are you to say anything? It's how they okay, perceive great. something. Right. It's not about, yeah. they're not doing this for me. No, there's a level of self-centeredness to do with you. Yeah, there's a self-centeredness about self-consciousness. I think. Yes, and here's the other thing that kind of backfires against you being a comedian, Mm -hmm. because as a comedian and especially a male comedian, it's really hard to take your body seriously. Yeah, it is because we wanted other things from you, and 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 like you said. You know, not to be rude to all my exes, but it's like you said, it's like some guy in comedy could be a total schlub and here I am a knockout dating him because he's got this personality that really shines. Yeah, it's not right. Yes, of course, these are one of the reasons why you want to date somebody, but it's not fair that I date a schlub because of his personality and I think he's amazing, but then I look however I look and I think that's terrible and that this schlub deserves better. And I'm mm. like, we're all schlubs. Yeah. You know, Norm, we are. Norm, once said it, Norm once said it best. And I said this at the show, Not Too Shabby, that I used to host in the gymnasium that you took over. Yeah, absolutely. And I had somebody reach out to me about it saying how relatable it was. But Norm said, we're all just tall walking pigs. <laughs> And I said that in a show. I was like, that's interesting. And I said that I had heard somebody say this. Yeah. And someone reached out to me and was like, you know, as someone that's also struggled with eating disorders, because she had seen my other show in which I talked about my eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And she's like, as someone who's also struggled, that was really freeing to hear you say that. Because it made me feel so much more anonymous. Yeah. Uh, In a positive way, in that your body doesn't matter. So why not enjoy it? It's there. Yeah. This is your body can make you cream your jeans in like 10 seconds. (laughs) Hello. Can we tune in to this channel? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's right. Look, I'm I'm fine. It works out. I I can do it. I'm good. Patrick, you work out. I I hate to say it. It works out. I work. It works out. You've got, let, let, let's just, let's review you. Okay. okay. Let's, let's put this up for review. I can't believe it. I mean, we're, we're, we're deep in it now. Here we we're go. We're so do deep. I don't know if we're I've ever gotten deep. this deep on a podcast in my life, Alana. It's not necessary to know. It's not necessary <laughs> to know. Here's, here's the two cents about it. You're tall. Okay. People love height. Yeah, they People do. love height. They're I don't know why. It. I'm 5'3". Everybody grow up, but people love height. I, I love, I you, actually love small, to be honest with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. My time to shine. Yeah. Two, you've got these locks, these curls. Yeah. And let me tell you this, ladies, fellas, and anybody else, however they identify, love curly hair. Hell okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Everyone's always like, everyone with straight hair is always like, I wish I had curly hair. It's all I've ever wanted. And of course, with someone with curly hair, you have to be like, I always wanted straight hair. Guess what, everyone? I've been lying. Actually, I've been lying the whole fucking time. I don't want your fucking dumbass boring hair. I love my hair. I don't want that. Everybody wants curly hair. I'm not going chasing waterfalls. I'll tell you that much. That is Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go chasing boring falls. What are we, (laughs) crazy here? Straight hair? I'm sorry, Patrick, but Boo. I hate to say it. I'm not a literal sociopath. Okay. I'm not going to say it. It's like, I'm repeating myself here, but that's the fact. The truth is the truth. And you have to the push it. You have to lean truth. into it. That's all this is. You're not you're a literal tall. sociopath. Yes. You're tall. You've got those locks. Yes. You're funny. We're wow. not even going to get into this one. You know, you're funny. Thanks. Can we just say yes and move on? Yeah. 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 Great. I think I know I'm Let's funny. move on. Yeah, we don't need the humble game. Great. I, I'm not going to tolerate that. No, okay? let's do it. I get paid. But I he- get paid for it. it. The thing is, is I literally work. That's my job. So it's, it, yes. That's your job. Correct. Like, You're I, good at I, it. I, I, I understand the structure. I know how to do this. I know what to do. You know what I mean? The sketch a day paid off. That's sketch the bottom line. I, was, I want to clarify that. I wrote a sketch a day for a, uh, two separate years, 2013 and 2015. So we must have met in 2015 because that's when I was writing a sketch a day. And then I had, and I never used any of those. So those 730 sketches I just used in the bank because I was like, I need to know what I think is funny. So I analyzed yep. it by writing. Had to have been 2015 because like I said, I started with Norman 2016 yeah. and he was around the bar in those times and would come to Mod Night. Wow. So can't be 2013. He wasn't here. Yeah. 
So it was 2015. Yeah. And I was just here. I was brand new. I was in Improv 101 in 2013. So okay, we'll going. stop showing off. Now you're being a bit much. Yeah, Patrick. I was just a literal baby, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> stop showing off that I breastfed you into the comedian you are today. <laughs> you did. You okay. breastfed me at auditions. Yeah, absolutely. Tall. Tall. Beautiful locks. Yep. Curly Very hair. funny. Funny. Here's, here's the kicker. And you already gave a clue as to why I'm going to say this one. Uh, respectful. Wow. And here's why. You gave me the ride home. Mm. And here's something else about you. You always asked, uh, and this isn't, listen, whatever. We're going to get gender specific because we have to for this. You would always ask the women where they were parked and if they needed a ride or a walk to their car. Thank you. Yeah, I do. I and do that. that's not, I'm sure you would have walked anybody, mm-hmm. but you made a point to ask all the women if they needed a walk or a ride to their car. Yeah. And that's absolutely. respectful. And that, because at that time, just so everybody knows, there was, especially at UCB, uh, Franklin, a lot of muggings happening of people walking to their car and performers, yeah. especially walking to their car, especially women were getting mugged. Yeah. Um, and it was like a really big problem. An email went out about it. It was that big of a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you were someone that took it seriously and you always did that, Patrick. And that is something that was much appreciated. Oh, and if, and I said, yes, here we go. I did say, yes, I'll Let's take the fucking it. ride. Yeah. What do I care? You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, Cause you live pretty close to, um, UCB. I did. I think it was just, dark. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Anessa took my important. old place that was right by UCB. Yeah, yeah. And then I moved two streets over, mm-hmm. and that's where you dropped me off. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it but, was that's yeah. that's a that's kind of the Texas in me for sure. I mean, that that my parents raised me. My parents are not from Texas, but they raised me with Texas values because I'm from like yeah. outside of Dallas. So it was like very important to just be a decent person. Very respectful. Okay. And then, so here, so we have, let's recap because I keep recapping. We've got tall, we've got golden locks, we've got funny, we've got respectful. Here's the kicker a yes man. Wow. Patrick, if there's anybody you're looking to kick it up with, that you're going to location one and two with, that you're looking to do a show with, that you're looking to come to your birthday party with, the number one attendee with the biggest smile on. And the least amount of ego there, Patrick McDonald. Oh, my God. Least likely to show with the biggest ego, Alana Johnston. Yeah, Fact. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fact. You know I, I was a rare, a rare attendance. Fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I invited you to my birthday and you sent me a writer <laughs> for, for what, for what you. Yeah, I needed there. Green M&Ms, your own bathroom. I, I, yeah. I, needed, I needed all of it. And I continue to. Yeah. <laughs> I continue. The <laughs> pandemic has not changed me <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> I I continue the same things even though I'm desperate to see people. I require the same nonetheless. Absolutely. No, no, that's that is very but that's that's so nice to hear cuz I always I wanted to be that person, right? I want to be the person that's and I just love to be down for things. That's the human existence the experience you are. being out till 2 in the morning having fun. Sleeping when I'm older, that's what I'm worrying about. You know what I mean? I, I just yeah. love I love having the experience. And I feel like I've had really crazy kind of singular wild experiences in my life because of that. And I think that's uh, it's tantamount to my existence is like being around and being down. And, and I also realize I love people. Like, I think that's a weird you thing, but like, I like obsess people. over, it's I not people. weird. <laughs> you love, pe- I love it. You I love learning do. about people and, and talking to people and seeing what's up with them. Yes. And I just am fascinated. Like, I think I geek out over people like human beings. But that's why you're such a good writer. Yeah. No, it really is. So. You're right. Because you write the way people talk. And mm-hmm. um, Norman, I've had this conversation a thousand times. It's like, to write the way people real life talk is captivating yeah. because then when we see the screen, we see ourselves. Yeah. But when people write the way they think people talk, it's wrong. It's really funny when you, when do, you, do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, it's wrong. And also like, it's, that's my favorite thing is when you read a writer who doesn't know that they're showing their hand, that they think of certain people a yeah. certain way or they think yeah, how, and women like, would respond to them exactly or whatever. exactly yeah. how a lady would say I'm having fun. <laughs> right. She'd say, fuck me raw. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, that's a, you can take that line for your scripts. That's fine. You are going to have <laughs> to credit Alana, but that you can take it for sure. I, Patrick, I don't even need the credit. I've got a thousand of those ready to go. 
those singular you lines? Think I, you, yeah, you think I don't have the singular lines ready to go? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I believe you do. I absolutely believe you do. <laughs> Patrick, what do you think about all these bombs I've been dropping on you? Because I'm coming in hot You have, this episode. in many ways, Alana, you've absolutely decimated me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, your self-esteem is going to be a fucking two by the time this thing is over. Mission <laughs> no, accomplished. No, I just feel very seen. You know, I think what's so funny is I have always loved you. of course I you. see you. Yes. You're special to me. That's so sweet. It's so sweet. It's I I, I uh, am honored by that, truly, because I've, had, I've always like truly looked up to you and thought you were so wonderful. Every time I get to see you, I truly like uh, you make me laugh in a way that very few people do because I think you're so singularly singular and special and <laughs> put attention on me. So I think nice. about it almost every day. Uh, the fact that you did a full show of 30 second songs is like one, I mean, <laughs> roughly uh, estimates is 30 estimates, seconds is long for estimates. some short for others. I, it just is like, I, you are, you are the most Gary, right? You're the most yourself that you could possibly be. And it's so refreshing and exciting to see. So, uh, to know that you've been taking me in is flattering a million times. I've got my notes. I've got my notes ready to go about (laughs) you. And I am the most Gary Shandling. You are. Thank you so much for saying that. Patrick, I have an invite for you. I try to find a way to mention it every single episode leading up to the show. Okay. But myself and Mo Welch, we're doing a double bill, Johnson and Welch, Thursday, 7.30 p.m., May 19th, Dynasty Typewriter. I'd love to have you there. I'm doing some songs. Okay. I'm doing a bit of storytelling. I've got a few fun dancers. There's a bit of a karaoke sing-along. We've got it all. I'm going to be there. Patrick, I, I'd love to see you I there. would love to be there. I... um. I, I, you were in Fort Worth. I messaged you because I, I am from Fort Worth. I hope that That's some right. of my friends went to see you. We tried to go oh, to, to your and sold out. Sold we, out. We went to two different um, BBQ places for lunch and they were sold out. Wow. Everyone of was like just all the food. Busy, well, I was trying busy. to get brisket. Oh, yeah. Well, I was Brisket's brisket. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. like the number one. That it's great that's amazing i mean i yeah i i gotta come see it you guys are both so you so gotta funny. come but you I'm must come. i'm you coming said, you i'll be there must. may 19th and patrick yes now here's what i want to know oh and perfect we're nearing the end we've got some time to talk about this huge what have you been working on what's going on i know there was a job i know there was we're leading I, i'm just gonna say two words jimmy buffett oh, or yeah. one name as it might be called yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna say that you take over the rest. Tell okay. us the the journey so, as to why I'm saying that name. I think this is a testament to how much I love people. So I do two very specific jobs right now for money, and then I have other things that I do. Uh, but one of them is I am a DJ on Radio Margaritaville. My co-host is actually coming over right after this. We're going to record our show for the week. Uh, we're on Friday nights with Patrick and Ryan, 7 to midnight. We play Jimmy Buffett music. We hang out, Channel 24, Sirius XM. You get in your car, you get on the SXM app. It's very fun. Um, uh, that was wild. We hosted a podcast for like seven years about only yes. Jimmy Buffett. And then we got reached out to by the SiriusXM DJ. But so I do that and uh, it's been very, very fun. I am also a writer on the internet company Smosh, which is like a big, you know, the sketchy kind of thing. So I, my two jobs are... I write sketch comedy for Gen Z and I host a radio show for baby boomers. <laughs> Here we go. And I'm a millennial. A man so about town. I'm, I just love, I love people. I love, I love, uh, being a part all of communities people, and environments it's very fun um other than that i have all sorts of uh random things in the works that of course i can't talk about because they're not real until they're real which is very exciting and then but i will say something that is recent that this should still be up by the time you um post this uh if you go to my twitter uh at patrick mcdonald zero instead of an o I have uh, recently, a couple of days ago, I started a red carpet for the birds in my backyard, and it is giving me life. Uh, it went shockingly viral, and people are sharing it, and it's a weird thing, but I just set up a wildlife camera, and a bunch of birds and squirrels um, come and eat, and then I talk about uh, you know what kind of celebrities they are, whether they're not a young <laughs> starlet or a, or the stars of a. De- I did. Catch- I've been following <laughs> this. Yes, I, I, I mean, have. Look, I of just course, posted the I knew it. two birds. Um, straight up had sex on uh on screen, and that was divisive. Yeah. 
That has birds been kind of crazy. And I'd never seen birds have sex like that, to be honest. And the the female bird kind of opens herself up directly to the camera. And it's, it's lurid. Well, Patrick, here's the thing. How do you know the name I wasn't going to say was mine? Wow. And to show you that this is what women do. Really? We branch out. Really? We open up and we go, come and get us. No, it wasn't me, Patrick. If I wanted you, I would have fucking had you grow oh, up. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you what, are you kidding me? me? What are you kidding me? I run the fucking gamut. Get real. I'm not going to listen to this oh for one goodness. second. Oh, because somebody's walking around and I can't get them. <laughs> Have you gone mad? Oh my, God. Hold on. My, phone's, my computer's dying. Give me a second. No, it's okay. Guess what? This podcast is over. I hate to break it to you. It's done? It's done. It's that Whoa, quick. Isn't that was, it wow. You just really, you brought me in, you spun me around, and you sent me back and out. I Bit you the <laughs> fuck out. Goodbye. Wow. Patrick, you gave us your Twitter. Tell us your social handles again so oh, yeah. that we can find you to to find all this stuff that yes. you're doing. Twitter at Patrick McDonald zero instead of an O. Uh, same thing on TikTok. Instagram at Patrick 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 Patrick. So that's say good. Th- so, wait, say the TikTok and Twitter again. You said it a little Patrick fast. Patrick McDonald. Say it again. Patrick McDonald with a zero instead of an O. So P-A-T-R-I-C-K-M-C-D-0 N-A-L-D. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where we're going to see the birds. That's where you're going to see the birds. the squirrels and, and everything. And I, you know, let's be honest. I think I'm, it feels virally, it feels like it's dying down, but I'm going to run it to the ground. So by the time you see it, I'm going to keep it going because I'm doing this for me. Speaking of self-esteem, one of the worst things for self-esteem is social media. But I found this thing that I love and I'm going to keep doing it until I want to. Because I like to look back on it like a photo album or a scrapbook. Patrick, before we go, I'm going to give you the key to self-esteem on social media. Holy shit. Okay, let's hear it. It's two words. Every post you post, every story you put up, every comment you make, every like you give, every fave you favor. Two words. Lucky them. Absolutely. And that's it. Hell and that's yeah. That's the key to social media. If you guys want to follow the podcast on social media, we are at Self Esteem Party on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to follow me, lucky you, I'm at the only Alana Johnson on Instagram and at Alana underscore Johnson on Twitter. And don't forget to check out the Patreon where I chat with all the guests that have been on the podcast before and see what they're up to. I do a monthly check in with producer slash husband slash roommate Norm Sousa. And I also do monthly Patreon calls with our listeners because i am that great lucky them patrick what a treat what a i gotta say what a treat what a way to get the backstory and uh stay on the line for that secret name oh you're gonna have to pry me off this zoom i can't wait to hear it oh boy let's pry him off (laughs) goodbye Bye. believe in yourself